Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 12 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday on Travis and Slee when Thanksgiving week is on. Which means Slee's not here, of course. You know, he's really acting. I'm not going to call him a scumbag because I love Slee, but he's acting like a scumbag. Not here for your audience. To is talk that about different t- than calling him a scumbag? <laughs> yeah, because I love Slee. I would never well, call him that. But you just did. Right, no, of course. Let's not say scumbag. You then. certainly go- implied. No, then go- I don't want to. I love Slee. He's actually somebody around here I enjoy hanging out with. That implies that there are others that you don't. Oh, I could give you a list. <laughs> Alphabetical, chronological. Uh, by, by level of disdain? Oh, That's yeah. chronological. Yeah, by level of disdain. Anyway. Slee is acting gutless. How about that? By not being here for his audience to talk turkeys. I want to talk turkeys with you. I think Hacksaw did that once on a bit. I want to talk turkeys <laughs> with you. If you called him you. and asked, he'd give you an answer. That's for sure. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. It is My a turkey Tuesday. line is open. The turkey line is open, sucker. <laughs> and uh, Andy Kamenetsky is sitting in for Slee. Lakers tonight, that's what is on tap. Our Mikuel Ultra, what's on tap? Be sure to buy plenty of Mikuel Ultra. 2.6 carbs, 95 calories for your Thanksgiving table. Is Slee like- going to be at the Laker game tonight? No, he is off of post game or pregame. Oh. Beto was sitting in on pregame. Oh, yeah, he did this one oh. right. Wow. Okay. So we didn't get the sleeve was special. Because when I found out he was, I found out yesterday when I went to the schedule because I had to write liners for him for that for that to get him done early, right for the Thanksgiving day, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get this sucker. He's doing Lakers. No, he covered himself this time. That's new. Because no, that, that's always like this thing is kind of something that gets batted aside every once in a while. But the the pre is a he's a hundred percent attendance. No, no, not this time. By the way, speaking of the pre, the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off begins at five thirty this afternoon. Tip off at seven in season tournament time. Lakers Jazz. And remember, you can listen on seven ten a.m. or on the all new ESPN LA app, which means you can hear every Lakers game in crystal clear digital audio. That's tonight. Amazing. It is amazing. Which means we got a seven ten combo play. Mason Ireland one to three. Shit out of one Cappy three to five thirty this afternoon. So what's on the combo plate? Well, it's uh, yeah, Mason and Ireland, and then technically it's Sedano <laughs> and me. But like, what are they represented by in the Chinese uh, combo plate? Well, well, it's going to be Chinese. Why it, can't it be Mexican? Interesting, combo? you went Chinese first. Which, by the way, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not mad at. But I was thinking more saying. Mexican combo. Yeah, plate. rice, beans, so, tacos, mm-hmm. enchilada. Come on, that's the that's okay, like sure. the OG. You guys can get that. Well, I usually go four item. I, that's not four shocking. Item? Oh, four. Item. Well, the taste of history at El Chovo. What they oh. do is they get the chili relleno and okay. a tamale, but I go two rolled beef tacos and two enchiladas. Great choice. Bam! Great choice. <laughs> but if you could only get two, what are you getting? Two items? Two items. Uh, which a, one's Mason and Ireland and which one's Sedano and Cap? Mason and Ireland are like the leftover uh, <laughs> enchiladas from two, five, ten years ago. Wow. Well, the, the classic. The classic item. And then Sedano and Cap is the hot new uh, Chili Rolano. I'm just saying that because they're listening right now. That's why. Oh, I, uh, by the way. I like to rile guys, them up before they get in. What's up? Uh, my dad made carnitas last night. And how, they were actually how did he really do? good. Does yeah, he have the copper nice pot? Sorry? Does he have the copper pot? He doesn't. He didn't uh, just make it on the stove. Nah, they're but... not carnitas. Sorry, Mr. Hibble. <laughs> 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 they're really good. They're they're comparable to what I've had in LA, which is great. Is your mom or your dad making the Thanksgiving meal? My dad. My your dad's dad. always the cook. Your dad's the cook? Yeah. And I will be assisting. Um, but the morning of Thursday uh, on Thanksgiving Day, I had to pick up Maggie Turkey from truck? the airport. Mate. Nope. No turkey <laughs> truck. But they do, we do have to go to the airport to pick up Maggie. 
who's flying in from Orlando, and then we'll we'll make the rest of the food for all of our family members, which we don't want to talk to. Is it that tense? I'm sensing a lot yeah, of tension. Yeah, I was going to say this. this does not sound like. Are, are they saying the same thing about you right now? Like, I can't believe we have to go deal with these Hebel people. I don't know. I don't think so. I think we're the cool family. Okay. <laughs> of of the. Can you not say that? Hey, homes. look, nobody's really coming in this year, and then just do it anyway and not tell them. <laughs> no, we can't do that. See, they, they will. Sh- they will show up anyway. John's like a porterhouse steak, and then Mace is like, I don't know. He's like T-bone. Those are good. Then Sedano and Cap, that's prime rib. <laughs> oh, Mason's <Amazing>. schnitzel. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, yeah, he does have schnitzel. <laughs> if you had a meat combo plate. <laughs> schnitzel. Oh, you, you guys. You can have You're like a really. No, well, when you are, you guys are like the really top tier gourmet burger. Like when you go to Morton's or you go to a steakhouse and you get the burger. If you ever want a great burger, yeah. you go to a steakhouse. They put the yep. knife in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know. You guys are up and coming. Good burger. <laughs> it's a Thank good you. burger. <laughs> Thank you for the support. No problem. I mean, you're not porterhouse steak like Ireland. Ireland's porterhouse. Yeah. You know, I can't wait to ask about the He's trip. a pork chop. He'll be the first to tell you multiple, multiple, multiple times his favorite food is a pork yeah, chop. Yeah, no, I know. I'm doing my analogy, not his. I know, but I'm just saying that's the accurate <laughs> Thanks, one. What do you got on the rundown? Anything? I got a lot. Um, well, I have some more tweets about people, good, bad movies that people like that. Again, you can watch them over Thanksgiving. You might have some time to watch with the family. Aaron Palmer has one. He says, all of the Pitch Perfect movies. He loves those. There's so more than one? But those, oh, yeah, there's multiple. Really? I, I would argue, Emily, yeah. Pitch Perfect's not a bad movie. Pitch Perfect's okay, a good movie. Have you watched Pitch Perfect 2? I have not had How the How about pleasure. Pitch Perfect so 17? <laughs> I think they stopped after <laughs> There's three. two and three, and those yeah. are bad movies. But I would assume you've seen them because Anna Kendrick's a pretty... I do like Anna Kendrick, but I I I like Up in the Air. I think that's the one where they're yep. around yep. firing yeah, people. She's I like it. that movie. Um, but the first Pitch Perfect is a good movie. It's funny. It's it's I, I don't good mind music. A, a song and dance routine in my movie every once in a while. I'm there for that. That surprises me, Travis, because you're not a whimsical person. So it surprises <laughs> me that you like musicals. So like, why you're so excited? About the I wouldn't say musical? I like them, but I'm not averse to them. Is that, that can, is can we split that hair? Yeah. I, I think that that's a very very uh, the the judges are great in that movie the rival acapella mm-hmm. groups are funny in that movie I'm in and it. yes Andy that's one of the many things that I've stolen from you and your brother is that Travis I believe that was a Brian it is a Brian that yeah and I believe look, I mean once Ireland Mason stole the blame pie everything just became listen man that's the that is the longest running sports show in Los Angeles that's our flagship show why are you sitting here in segment ripping Mason in Ireland that's not something I would do <laughs> right Chris <laughs> what's wrong with you. He's a, according to Mason, he is a porterhouse. No, no, I said John's the porterhouse. Well, not a, Mason says he's. I've had the steaks with Mace. He never orders a porterhouse. Porterhouse is too much. I think he's a, a New York strip guy. Yeah, he did. Take Strip's a New York good. Strip. Yeah, he's a New York strip. Yeah. No, Porter- I thought we were talking turkey here. Schnitzel. Well, <laughs> we're talking meat. Schnitzel. Yeah, uh, he's always invited us to schnitzel. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Hey, Jorge, you want to go to schnitzel? No, man, I'm good. Do you like schnitzel? It's like a milanesa. Yeah, those, so yeah. it's like a milanesa. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's fancy chicken fried steak. Exactly, is what it that's is. what it is. Which isn't bad, but let's not dress it up too much. Let's hit it with a little of that white. Well, if you have to give it a different Denny's name, you're trying to go to work. work. Yeah, schnitzel. <laughs> you can have, you can have the schnitzel. I want you to tell me your theory on LeBron again and why he's playing the way he's playing, or at least maybe not the why, but kind of a, a residual effect of him being at the very top of his game through the first part of the I season. I think the number one reason, the driving reason, is LeBron recognizes this what's necessary in order for the Lakers to win games right now for a variety of different reasons, and they don't want to fall into last year's 2-10 and 10 pattern. 
But I think an added bonus that LeBron is aware of and means something to him is if this in-season tournament eventually takes off and really becomes part of NBA culture and something that people really do pay attention to, I think LeBron likes the idea of being attached in history as part of the winning team of the first in-season tournament ever. And by the way, we look at the history books, if the Lakers continue on this path, LeBron will be the MVP of the Lakers in-season tournament winning team. Do they award an MVP? I don't know if there is one or not, but we're, we're going to know. We're all going to know. They, they they should, because if there is one, now there's even added incentive right, for LeBron and he'll be to the go to the next level. He will be the first. MJ couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be one of the things he has over MJ, that MJ kick it back. So – I want to put the in-tournament season... If there's history involved, I think LeBron wants to be attached to it in as many different ways possible. I agree with that. I I, I completely agree with that. I think that that may be a benefit to him playing the way that he is right now, but I wonder if the way that he's playing right now isn't much more about the fact that they don't have any other choice. The, The only way they're going to win games right now, because they're winning more than they're losing, but it's not like they're, you know, 13 and, and, and... Two through their first fifteen, or I guess they played fourteen. You know, twelve and two through their first fourteen. They're eight and six, so they're a little bit better than average at this point. And the only reason they've won the eight that they've won is because LeBron goes out there and is extraordinary. I, I in season tournament aside, what happens at the end of the line aside, what we're seeing right now to me is problematic because it means that the plan that they put in place, or at least the plan that they thought they put in place at the beginning of the season has not come to fruition that this, Hey, look, LeBron and AD can be good. And we're going to, we're going to lean heavily on them in the postseason. But for right now, it needs to be the supporting players. It needs to be that safety net of a good team that we built that we saw at the end of last year, that we saw through the playoffs, at least to a, to a certain degree, that hasn't really been the case because if LeBron and AD aren't great, they're really not winning full stop. No, they're not a great team. And the good news is they have not gotten themselves in any trouble for not being no. a great team. Like they're Given how difficult their schedule was when we knew this heading into the year, if you had said after 14 games they're 8-6 and six, just context-free, like, all right, that's fine. Cool. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. The context starts becoming more problematic when you look at how much of a burden AD and LeBron have had to carry in those minutes. But it should be remembered, it's early and this is not the plan. The plan is not for LeBron and AD to carry this much. There is still 68 games, Mm -hmm. 68 games left for things to level themselves out. And if you're being an optimist about this, if they level themselves out, it means that they manage to do so without falling into a hole. Like, that's the worst-case scenario, is the team doesn't look impressive. Can, can and- I offer an alternate worst-case scenario? The, the, a worst-case scenario potentially could be to stay out of the hole. You have put so much on your credit card that by the time it comes to really have to lean on it, you can't. Look, it's I maxed gotta, out. Look, I got to be honest. I mean, it obviously depends how much longer this goes. But if these 14 games are the difference between LeBron being fresh in April and not, they weren't going anywhere. I don't think I mean, they just, just weren't. If, if you told me that, hey, by the way, tonight, that what you've seen the first four games, tonight is the, 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 the delineation between when we were doing this and when we're not, I agree with you. 
But if this is the plan until it can't be the plan, but, then but that, it is But a this big isn't problem. a plan, though. This is a desperation play that is happening because nothing else is working. This is not a plan. Like, this is just necessity is the mother of invention. Like, this is not a plan. It's survival. Like, if you spend the whole season surviving. Is that not red flags all over the place, though, Andy? That if, if you're already 14, in desperation mode, survival mode, red flag no, because, mode. No, because we're only 14 games in. And again, they're two games above 500. It would be red flags all over the place if they were four games below 500 and all this was going on and they had a full complement of players like they're missing guys who do matter so i'm not trying to be pollyanna about this i'm just saying i think 14 games in i'm not panicking over this yet they just have to play better 14 games in sure i'm with you but six becomes eight becomes 12 becomes 14 becomes 25 becomes 30 right and, and if this is just that at some point you have to come up with an alternate plan well sure but Here's the thing, too. Once you start getting 30-ish games in, guys start becoming trade eligible. Like, right now, this may have to be the plan. I hope it isn't. I hope guys just start playing better. But right now, there is nothing else they can do because three-quarters of the team isn't trade eligible until December 15th. And I believe Austin and Rui can't be moved until January 15th. So to some degree, what the hell else are you going to do? Okay, so a couple of names in there that I think are at the top of the list of most interesting pieces not named LeBron James and Anthony Davis and why the plan that we thought we were going to get hasn't worked. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee. Andy's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Hey, big news. Next Gen is the official AC heat and plumbing company of Southern California sports fans. That's right. Next Gen, absolutely the best in the biz thousands of five-star reviews online to prove it including me i'm giving you my review right now they've been out to the house i got the full 28 point full heat and ac safety inspection and tune-up it's unbelievable only 44 bucks that's right just 44 dollars to ensure that your system stays running strong all year long and they'll even throw in a free air filter at no extra charge and think about where we are right now right air conditioning one day heater the next that's where we are in southern california you can get both of them full ac heat and safety Safety inspection, 28 points for just $44. NextGen is the only name you need to remember for a safe, comfy home. And if you're concerned about the air quality in your home or you have allergy problems, call NextGen and breathe easy with indoor air quality solutions to fit any budget. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833-3-NEXGEN or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com to schedule online. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. 
Shopify.com slash network. Quarter after 12 o'clock in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday. That's right. We got to say thank you as Sly and the Family Stone said because it's Thanksgiving week. Jack, Slee's not here, of course. And Andy Kamenetsky is sitting in. Travis and Slee, live imaging Tuesday. Producer Emily is back at the home base in Virginia. Her yes. home base, the, <laughs> Hebel, the Hebel family home base. Where they have carnitas and they're getting ready for Uncle Ted to show up for Thanksgiving. And my dad also made non bread. So we what? got we got everything. What's that mean? Non. Like, like N A A N. Yeah. N A N. Oh, oh. The Indian Not like bread. N O N. I got confused. <laughs> Plus, producer Jorge. Yes. Producer Jorge, what's going on at your house for Thanksgiving? Uh, we're going to my mom's. Everybody's oh. going to my mom's this year. How many people? Uh, Brenda's parents, Brenda, my daughter, me. I think my brother might be coming. So maybe like 20. It's a good group. Yeah. Do you cook 20. anything? Do you bring anything? I uh, would just bring desserts. A couple of beers. We're bringing desserts. My mom does a ham and a turkey, and then we just bring the sides or dessert. How do you approach your? I'm bringing cerveza. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm getting at, right? Do you do you stick with one thing? Do you just kind of work on some beers all day? Do you do some wine, some beers, some cocktails? How do you manage your? Well, speaking uh, of which, guess how my Thanksgiving day is going to be? This Thanksgiving day, it's a special one for me because I haven't Tequila worked. Tequila Mandala. I've no, you're close. I haven't worked on Thanksgiving in uh, I don't know, 20 years. But join producer Lindsay Baseball and me. For a Thanksgiving watch party at the 909 Sports Bar at Yamaha Resort and Casino at 1.30 p.m. for the Cowboys game. Producer Lindsay has $1,000 to give away during the game. You could enjoy delicious food, a huge selection of craft beer, and football all day long. And plus, if you are in attendance, you could win Dallas Cowboys tickets to actually go to Jerry World in Texas. So we've got Cowboys wow. tickets to give away and airfare covered. All that's, you got to do is get on the plane. That's Thursday at Yamaha Resort Casino, our Thanksgiving Day watch party. So that's what I'll be doing during the day. Then I'll get Lindsay will drive me back to my house. I think she might be joining our Thanksgiving oh, celebration nice. for a little bit. And that's I am, awesome. as Emily said, when I walk in, hey, Mom and Dad, happy Thanksgiving. Love you. I'm heading to the bar, my bar, in the den, and pouring <laughs> tequila mandala. Always swipe right on tequila mandala. I got to get a baseline. Before I, I deal with the family Thanksgiving. Oh, Although so you disappear for a while. No, no. It's, There's it's, lots of Uncle Ted's? No, it's just my parents, my uncle, the Italian stallion, who I talked about before, and Lindsay, possibly. That's it. And me. We have a small family these days. And we fight with each other as it is. If you bring new people in, you're just talking about more <laughs> well, fights. Maybe, maybe Lindsay probably neuter. needs the tequila mandala more than anybody else. She's, no, we she's gotta being deal. brought into this. Yeah, but we got to deal with her. <laughs> what about you? Do you just kind of slow play it all day? or Very do you... slow. I mean, my family is not a big drinking family for the most part to begin with. And um, are you hosting Andy at your house or is it somewhere else? It's going to be in my house. Um, my brother nice. and his family are going to be there. My parents are in town. So we're going to oh. be gathering at my place. I tend to slow play it more. Like I, Especially if I'm hosting this thing or co-hosting it, Like I want to be able to try to keep it on the rails. So... Oh, so it's that kind of party, huh? No, I mean, oh. it's it's not that type of party. My parents are not partiers. Like oh. they're they're not even sort of partiers. Does Brian still like purple drink like the old days or not? <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be amazing that if Brian were a purple drink guy, <laughs> nothing would make me out. What do you got over there? Eh, just a little seven up. Brian's lean. DeAndre, right DeAndre can't yeah. get enough oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's lean consumption is just through the roof. We'll get the whole breakdown we have, tomorrow because we have to have an Canberra special. Have you ever had the pleasure? No. Purple drink? Yeah. No. By the way, as Emily mentioned, tomorrow is a Cambros uh, special. Yes, it is. It is. Have you? Had a purple drink? Yeah. What do you think? I, 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 I see a little bit. It's 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 an interesting. <laughs> I mean, how many today? It's 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 a it's a very specific ride, and it's not the worst thing. I have in the never world. had it. No. Yeah. That's... By the way, Omar. Well, uh, 
Omar Lopez, correct, uh, Jorge, I believe? Our great listener who's part of the Circle of Trust. He was out there at Sunday Swagger. But the week before at the Veterans Day Golf Tournament, he was handing out these lollipops, like blow pops. And I was like, oh, that's an odd thing to bring. He always brings his, like, socks to give away. It's a very nice gentleman, Omar, Raiders fan. But then I look around, maybe a half hour after he arrived, and the entire COT, they're all sucking on lollipops. And I'm like, wait a minute. What's in these blow pops? So he gave me two, and I was sucking on one on Friday night after I got back from Sunday Swagger. And I had kind of forgotten that I'm like, and then all of a sudden I stand up and I'm like, whoa, I feel really good. I feel easy. Like all the pain went away in my body. It was nice. It was CBD? Nice. I don't know what was in those Starburst blow pops, <laughs> but they were amazing. Here's yeah. the thing, though. You can't just spring that on someone. Like, you got to make sure that the people involved know exactly what they're getting. I speak from experience. Oh, I know. When he gave them to me, I knew what they <laughs> I were. I feel like okay. he's willing to take the chance. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chris, Chris is his own breed of person when it comes to this. For most people, and I include myself, it's a rough ride if you are offered something and you don't know you exactly what it is. You got to want to get on that ride. You have to want it. Yes. I mean, you, I can you, tell you. you that, that can't be a, hey, no, this is a, a piece of candy and if it's it, not. If it is a ride that you are not expecting or that you've never ridden before, not good. No, it's a bad well, I, I ended up in the emergency room about 12 years ago Oof. because I did a bad ride like that. Yeah. yeah. So I understand. And I went it, slow. And were you sucker punched <laughs> with it? Like they didn't tell you? No, I just didn't realize what it was. Like it was, uh, it was a bar. It was a weed bar, but it was spice back then. And you know, twelve years ago, especially in Orange County, you had to like to go to the dark warehouses to get stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't know what it was, so it hit me a little bit harder. And, and then my anxiety not- took over, and I forgot what I had taken. So then I was really on a ride. Probably not oh designed goodness. to have the whole thing either, right? Or- I actually just had a little piece, but it okay. still it still got me. Yeah, it got me, and but I was taking a dirty ride. Go ahead, Em. I keep cutting you off. I apologize. Sorry, it's okay. I, I can't see you, so I don't know if you're talking about. So at the vegan friendsgiving that I went to. One of my friends decided to make tiny little mini cupcakes that were edibles. And one of my friends, she was stacking up her plate and she included one of those cupcakes. But she was, one, she doesn't smoke. And two, she was driving after this. And my friend was like, no, 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 no. And like had to literally like knock it off her plate before she ate it. um, Because (laughs) there was no label that these were weed cupcakes. But Were they strong? Did you have one? Uh, No, I didn't have because I was also driving. So I did not have one. Yeah. But they were strong. Take a couple for the road when you get home. Try them. Try them yeah. out later. See how you're feeling. Maybe a nice little unwinding from your vegan Thanksgiving. Did Did anybody bring anything non-vegan? That's I know a, you were, you were uh, on vegan. the fence. Well, she was on the fence about bringing something. Just show up with a big just, turkey and go. Well, Here you something go. Something for her because she's not vegan. <laughs> I brought a I brought Brussels sprouts. So I I, I brought something vegan in that those was... Brussels sprouts. No, well, not it for was... a vegan party. No. <laughs> yeah, no, she, but there was... she can eat her thing. And not everyone is, it was like 90% vegans though, so it would have been, it would have been more like a little FU move, uh, like move if I did, you know? By the way, the place you're talking about, the new place downstairs, Smoke and Fire by our friends at Kraft. Yeah. The most amazing Brussels sprouts I've ever had. Really? With bacon. And actually, it's not even bacon. I think it might be brisket in there. I think you're right. Yeah. They have a pastrami, a brisket pastrami Reuben sandwich down there, Andy. Forget about it. I've been there. It's great. It's really, really and, good. And don't forget Saca La Bolsita. Yep. The Mexican lager. Jorge and I had a couple of those. Man. Pretty good, good stuff. Did you, you get into you the didn't offer to, You didn't offer to take me to one. You weren't here that day. I actually had their house wine the other night. A oh, nice okay. cab. Yeah. Craft, it's a craft cab. They have nice. craft beer, yep. yeah. craft wine, yeah, craft cocktails. We're going today. Very, we're very, very good. Sorry. You're going today? We should yeah. go today. We're going to Saca La Bolsita for his birthday. You want to go? I got lit. Come on down. I mean, Mason Ireland don't like me, but I still do it. Half an hour. Nah, they want me. So, David, it's two days before Thanksgiving. Say you have a meeting. Yeah, you do have a meeting. Yeah. What is it? Say it again. Saca la bolsita. Yeah, that. 
Not you, today, they yes. give you a little bag so of candy. As, on as it. John would they say, do. if it was any other day. If it were any other day. <laughs> I'm excited sure. to hear about John's turkey. Because is he actually, wait a minute, are they traveling? Or will he have a real Thanksgiving this year? I mean, I think his family always does, but he's not always there. Um, they are in uh, town tonight. Where do they play tomorrow? Tomorrow is actually at Crypt. But then Friday, I, they go on the road after that. He should have time to be at home, I would think. Can you imagine the beautiful turkey the Ireland family has? I picture it being very grand. Oh like yeah, with, with the little white things. Like on somebody's feet. playing horns when they walk in. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> it's, <laughs> deli- it's probably delivered to them by some service. They get let in through the gates and they, <laughs> the, up to the, the, the tradesman's home. entrance. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to be like well, your. It's not going to be like a frozen turkey on Tuesday. No, they go that and, turkey's been ready for. I, this is what turkeys like dream of: is to be on the Ireland it, table. It's halfway thought out. I think we're headed in the, the right proper direction. China, right? Where every spoon oh, yeah. is gold. Oh, multiple <laughs> forks too, right? You multiple. What is it called? Goblets. Gobble, you can have goblets. Sure. He's got goblets, yeah. gold goblets everywhere. I, I've been to Thanksgivings like that before. It's a lot. <laughs> it, I want a little bit of a casual vibe. No, not, not, not at super casual, but just enough to where when everybody's had at least a little food, you can get up and go park yourself in it's front like of the nine TV. courses at the Ireland home. I like picture that. white coats and mm-hmm. like a, a wait staff. A lot of monocles. <laughs> They're not playing Monopoly. It's not like that's the whole thing. Top hats, monocles, and canes. Mr. Peanut set up. And then there's Mason's house where he's eating turkey in bed. Yeah, that's still upsetting. Especially if the stuffing gets loose. I I, I like to eat as much as anybody. I think that's been well established. The bed is meant for things that do not include eating. Well... What would you say? No, no. I told told you What'd you say in my ear, Horry? No, no, nothing. The bad guy. Right time. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I said. Rap break time. Speaking of the combo plate, how did you t- tap out of the one earlier where you just did a, a left turn? Never, never mind. We'll do this. I want to talk about what you were talking about, which is the plan that hasn't come together and how you put it together. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, if you get hurt in an accident, call Sweet James, right? You know the number with me. 1-800-9-MILLION. 1-800-900-0000. Think of it like this. There's like the league, right? There's a lot of players in the league. Then you have all-stars. And then you have MVPs. That's what Sweet James is when it comes to personal injury. You're thinking MVP-level talent. You're talking multiple decades of experience. Big settlements. Making sure that your car gets fixed. That your medical care gets taken care of. And guess who else knows that? The insurance companies. That's why Sweet James gets you what you deserve. That justice gets served. So if you're hurt in a car truck or motorcycle accident call 1-800-9 million that's 1-800-900-0000 and if they won't play ball with the settlement then they go to trial and that's where they win 98 percent of the time with over 500 trials under their belt so if you get hurt do what i've done and call sweet james 1-800-9 million that's 1-800-900-0000 and of course you can go online at sweetjames.com Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. What's going on in there? 12.30 in the South Island, a live imaging Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I remember this. This was like, what, five years ago? This was like the yeah, sensation. Like that, yeah, yeah. It was a big vine. Yeah. I remember vines. Thanks for the vine, too, as somebody once said. It is a live imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. Andy, sitting in for Slee. Mason and Ireland will be here in about 20 minutes for Super Crosstalk. Then it is a 7-10 combo plate day. That is what's on tap, thanks to Mikuel Baltra. Mason Ireland, 1 to 3 p.m. and at 3 o'clock. Shit out of it, Cappy. Until 5.30, the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip-off. Lakers Jazz in-season tournament time. Tip-off at 7 o'clock. Remember, you can hear John and Michael with the play-by-play on 7.10 a.m. as you're out shopping tonight. Get that last-minute stuff, trying to find a bird that's already thought out like Trav. <laughs> or you can listen on the all-new ESPN LA app in crystal clean digital audio. Now, Andy, ask me, what if I don't have the new ESPN LA app? What if you don't have the new ESPN LA app, Chris? What do you do? You search ESPN LA in your app store or Google Play. Download, tap, bam! You've got Lakers basketball <laughs> in the palm of your hand. You Make of Ultra, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. Make sure you have plenty of Mikko Ultra to get through the holiday weekend, this weekend. You guys Black Friday salespeople? No. I'm a Cyber Monday guy. But does any, like, obviously plenty of people go. You go to any mall on Friday, you can't even find parking. I'm still amazed that people, but it's more of a tradition, right, of going to the mall on a Friday now? So my kids do, like, the late Thursday, early Friday morning thing where the mall's open, like, the store's open at midnight or whatever it is. That's become the the new thing. It's, it's become the mall the honestly, next day. It's that night. It's its own form of clout chasing, especially now in an era of social media where you can post yourself doing whatever. It's not enough to be part of Black Friday. you got to be a part of darkening thursday like whatever it dusky would be thursday <laughs> dusky thursday like it's all pretty soon people are going to be posting themselves getting in on, on a wednesday like it's all about the clout of being most hardcore do you still go and like physically shop or do you order it online oh oh you mean specifically black friday or no period? just just when you go to buy something are you going to the store or you're ordering it from amazon in a perfect world i would love to go more to the brick and mortar just because i i like the experience more of it 
But in reality, I often don't have time to do anything other than the Amazon. My problem is I'm often, especially like clothes and stuff like that, I'm not confident ordering online. Like, does it fit right? Am I going to like it? I don't want to have to return You don't it. look like you've got exotic sizing, though. I don't. I don't, but you still want to hey, look Hey, man, nice. brother. See, me, you just aim for the bottom <laughs> of the pile. Right, you just look for the multiple X's. They're always at the very bottom. You just pull from the bottom up, and you're going to find something. And always miss on the high side, never the low. If you think I might be able to get into one X, you never can. Always add the second. I was a bit too late on that. I apologize. It's okay. Deion Sanders thinks that Mount Rushmore is in Los Angeles. No. (laughs) So apparently he's in his Colorado press conference. Oh, you have it. You have it. I have the sound. Okay, play it for us, Jorge. As you said, you didn't live up to your expectations. Yeah, yeah, my expectations are out of the darn park. You got to understand, man. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. What's the What's those little foreheads that's in California? <laughs> what do they call those? The people faces in, engraved. Rushmore, yeah, yeah, yeah. South South come South on, man. South Dakota. I set up there. It's in where? South Dakota. I thought it was in L.A. all this time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my geography. That's the Hollywood thing. I, that's what I thought. I'm sorry. Thank you for educating me. Jesus. <laughs> I like that at the end. That's yeah. the best part. He redeemed himself right there. But by the way, he's so great, similar to when we worked with Key, when you would stumble across things that were hilarious that he didn't know or that, or he thought it was something else. You got to love that. That's and, amazing. And there's no shame in it. No. Like They just totally lean into it. I want to know where he thinks it was. Like, is it on the back side Maybe of the, the Hollywood, Hollywood Hills? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, is it on the valley side of the Hollywood Hills? I mean, honestly, it doesn't even sound like Deion Sanders is familiar with L.A. <laughs> I mean, like, it, he's almost, I guess, mistaking Mount Rushmore for the Hollywood sign. Like, oh. maybe he's mixing those things up. I mean, we up. have a thing on our hill, but it's not faces. Right, but there, if you know L.A., you know there's nowhere really practical to put Mount Rushmore. San Gabriel, above Sierra Madre. Like, I don't think I don't think he knows L.A. Well, I'm not sure he knows California well. Yeah, but we put a lake in Inglewood, so we can do about anything we want. It is a nice lake. It's a nice stadium. The Palace in Inglewood, as you call as it. As I call do it. call it, the Palace yes. in Inglewood. Yes. I, I really kind of want to have a faux Mount Rushmore, Rushmore somewhere <laughs> here in L.A. I'm just trying to figure out where we want to put it. Have any of you guys been to the, the Mount Rushmore? I've never been. No. So I I was once. I drove out to Wyoming with my friend who was moving out there, and we went to – it was one of the few things that you could see on the ride. Uh, it's underwhelming. It is – it's fine. Really? It's cool. But it's incredibly underwhelming. The actually, the cool part is driving through the Black Hills to get there because they're gorgeous, and then go to like the Badlands and stuff. So but this like, is probably a super dumb question. Do you just sure. drive up there, get out, stare at it, and leave? Like, or is there something to do? It's like a national park. Yeah. Okay. But, like, there's not there's not really anything to do yet. They got like, a gift shop. I'm sure. Right, that's what I <laughs> yes. mean. Like, what do you? Yes. Yeah, look. Okay. Look. There's... It's like that scene in Vacation where they look at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, right, we yep. go. There's that's Teddy Roosevelt. That's pretty good. Okay. Let's pack it I up, took a kids. I'll send you guys a picture of it. But yeah, you just, you park your car, you walk up a little hill, and you see it. And you're like, oh, that's cool. You take a picture and you leave. So, Chris, you, you mentioned your trip on the Grand Canyon. Like, when you get to the Grand Canyon, you're like, oh my gosh. This well, we is- were hiking. So, it wasn't actually the Grand Canyon, it was the Havasupai. But, but it's, did you get it's to see the Grand Canyon? We you did there. later on. And yeah. when you see it, the Grand Canyon is breathtaking. It when is. you look at it, it literally is unbelievably beautiful and awe inspiring. That does not sound like that's what Mount Rushmore is, Em. It is not. 
Jesus, sorry. I was just I, I was looking for the picture and he caught me off guard. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> was, this is your fault, Trav. I know it is. You're it a bad is. guy. I was thinking uh-huh. like just off the top of my head because I couldn't remember who was on, and I'm like, well, I bet if they redid Mount Rushmore, they might have four different presidents. And then I looked it up. <laughs> Washington, Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, Lincoln. Lincoln. That's pretty strong. It's they, pretty good. That's a pretty good quartet. And I believe TR's on there because it went up when TR was president. Well, right? I would do that, and I'd be like, listen. <laughs> I'll, I'll do this, but like, I'm not what's saying it? he's a bad i got to wet my beak a little bit on this. What do I get out of this? <laughs> and if there was um, another great bad movie, National Treasure 2, they do go to the Mount Rushmore, and behind it is where this, the lost city of gold is. So That's um, not true? Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. I thought that's exactly It's a good picture, right. Em. Em just sent us a, Emily is very photogenic. Is oh, this, thank you. Let's see here. Oh, at the, wow. at the Mount Rushmore. See, yeah. that looks- That's a great oh, picture, that though. That looks awe-inspiring. I would go there just to have that picture. That's a great picture. <laughs> I want a picture there. Yeah. Me and my best friend Chandler are sure moving out. Is it enormous? Okay. It looks pretty no, enormous. No, it's actually smaller than you think it is. Okay, this is really weird looking at this picture. Because I've, I've talked before about how Emily and her three sisters, they all look exactly the same. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Emily sent me a photo one time, and I actually had to legitimately ask her, which one is you? Emily's friend here looks exactly <laughs> like Emily. Like, Emily only they hangs out. can definitely out. be a sister. Emily only <laughs> hangs out with people that look exactly like her. Yeah, we yeah we did look a lot. We In college, we got confused a lot for each other. Uh, we were roommates and stuff, so... Uh, yeah. Like in Taylor the sunglasses, especially, you guys look <laughs> the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. <laughs> it is pretty funny. We used to share clothes, so we get confused a lot. Yeah, it was fun. But yes, How I do have this picture. When, did you, like when were you there? This is in 2018. Oh, so so five years ago. ago. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to go. You didn't talk me out of it, Em. It's still something. Maybe I can hit the uh, Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Those are the only two things I know about South Dakota. You'd they've right got in. Sturgis and they've got Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it's actually a very pretty state. Like they, it, like I like the Badlands a lot more than I like Mount Rushmore. The Badlands is very beautiful, so I would check that out. There's a place called Waldrug, and Waldrug is like, um, the, you see signs for it for like a hundred miles out or whatever. And it's like, come to Waldrop. We have dinosaurs. We have like this thing. And dinosaurs. so you stop and it's like, yeah, they have dinosaur bones. It's like an old wow. Western town. And then you go and you stop there. So if you ever watch the movie Nomadland, they go there. Yeah. Nomadland. I knew you yeah. traveled in and out of Houston a lot, a when, lot when I was living. Did you ever like, were you ever on the roads around the outskirts of te- of Houston? Only when I went to your house in okay. Katy, Texas. So you didn't get throughout the entire state of Texas, there are signs for Bucky's. Right? Oh, yeah, I know Bucky's. So I, that, that, Emily, is what you're talking about. Like, even before you've gotten anywhere near it, they're hyping yeah. up the... But Bucky's is a truck stop, basically. It's a yes, nice one. Yes, but the biggest truck stop in the world. But it's a truck stop. I'm pretty sure there's a Bucky's on the way to Havasu. So I used to... Really? If you take the 10 way... Yeah. So I used to go to Bucky's when I... With my... Uh, Former uh, partner, we used to go. She she had have a Sioux house. So. She was a Bucky's aficionado. Well, we would always stop at Bucky's, and I was always amazed by like, oh, I could take a nap in there. I could take a shower. Take a shower, yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. Is the food good? Because often these I think big so. truck stops, the yeah. food is really. But good. also, it's like a mall in there. You can buy anything yeah, you want. You can buy anything, and they were known for their wide variety of beef jerkies. Oh, like really? Any varietal of beef jerky that you can imagine, they have at Bucky's, and you can take a shower. Those are the two things that you can. And get they had such an exotic collection of dip back when I dipped. Like oh, all kinds of flavors well, and everything. That that tracks. Oof. What flavor would you want in your chew? Like a jalapeno? Dip? Way back when, when I used to do it. Remember our old friend John Chin one Christmas collected my dip cans all year, which was kind of an odd thing, and then built a Christmas tree of my dip cans in his office. Were this you was a like Kopi tw- guy? 
No, no, a skull. skull. I'm a skull man. Okay. I'm a skull man. Give me a skull, <laughs> a, a Marlboro skull Red, man. a cigar, and a Budweiser. But, I, mean, I knew that was coming. I knew that you should probably cut out. I have. Most of I those. just that do cigars now. The most disgusting habit anybody can have. Dipping. Did you ever live with anybody that did that? Yeah. There used to be when I would cover the Dodgers, a writer who would dip during in games the press box. Yeah. in the press box. Yeah. And I eventually had to tell him, dude, no. Can't do it. Like, the smell is so bad. So, as a baseball player, you're invariably going to run into guys. Two of my roommates were dippers. It's disgusting. And Coke can, like a Coke can left around or an empty beer can or whatever. And every two weeks, somebody would knock one of those things over Aww. and it would be on the carpet. It would Aww. be, it was the most, I'd rather live with somebody that's. You got to use a water bottle so you can cover that. But it still spills. I was a lot skinnier, though. <laughs> well, it's a great appetite suppressor. You, you get a little, you give a little. Oh. But you can't give flavored tobacco in California anymore. I gotta, I gotta import it. But I don't really do it. Yeah, flavored well. You've oh, got my. bootleg dip. This goes. I don't because I honestly not being able to buy it. I've just. I guess that worked because I just stopped. You had you had flavored. Yeah, all kinds of flavors. You Cherry, just didn't go straight skull. N- no, you. I would literally. I so in January or whenever it was February of this year, they had passed the rule. I went into a Chevron. I'm like, hey, can I get a orange skull? And they're like, no, we can't sell it anymore. It's like, what? What are you talking about? They're like, no, you can buy the regular. I, I was like, okay, fine. I bought the regular, went to the car, put it in, almost vomited. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm done with this habit. I can see why they've been covering yeah. up this taste. <laughs> yeah, there's a um, reason that it's flavored, right? What's up, I Ron? have some news, guys, from the Rams, from Adam Schefter. Rams have waived running back Dale Henderson. Yeah. Kyron Williams returns Sunday versus Arizona. That was inevitable. Daryl Henderson did a really good job considering the circumstances he was brought into. He's not of NFL quality. He, there's a reason he was playing flag football here in town before they added him to this roster. Don't worry. Next year, McVay will figure out a way to work him back in in week five. Kyron Williams getting back. is Remember, he had his breakout game against Arizona when he got hurt. He had 158 yards in that game back against Arizona this Sunday. That's a big deal. If he's as good as he was before he went down, they have a very, very narrow path to playing meaningful games for the next two Did months. you like how I said that in the imaging on Sunday? That there was still a chance was, for the playoffs. You like that? I, was very I worked aware. that in. I know you like exactly that? what you're doing. I worked that in. I know you did. I know you did. The tough part of their schedule behind them: a playoff possibility, a narrow playoff possibility. I also had the. Uh, I had it all set up for a Rams loss. Then I. Had, it it happened at halftime, where you know, Jorge, I had to quickly get the halftime open in with the score. Then it happened to me at the end. It's like, damn it! Luckily, JB fills a little time for me. It was an exciting win. It was. It was an exciting win. But they're win. idiotic to not lose to Arizona on Sunday. You're not wrong. We'll just leave idiotic. it. Idiotic. Well, the problem is they could probably beat Arizona even without trying to beat Arizona. Arizona stinks. That's not good. <laughs> no. If they, and if they win against Arizona, now you're in. Now you got to go for it. Because they, when they lost Don't to worry, Bay, the Browns, the Ravens, they'll have something to say about the that. The Browns, Ravens, and Niners, the other four games they have left. I know. I heard your Rams report today. Hey, you broke you, it down. But maybe somebody – you got Arizona, New Orleans, Commanders, Giants. Those are four games they can win. It means you just need to win one okay, game. Are they those potentially other three. though too far already into the middle? No, to make this work it. Oh, oh, the middle of the draft. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that when they w- beat Seattle on Sunday, that plan kind of goes up. And so smoke. I mean, it, they went that, from twelfth to ninth right. in one win. So that being the case, though, if you're already too far gone to truly capitalize on the draft. Then you might as well at least try to get into the playoffs. They're going to beat Arizona. 
they're going to beat Arizona, and then Cleveland comes. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not going to get the guys that you would covet most heavily in the draft, then you might as well try to like win. a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matthew Stafford versus uh, Miles Garrett, we may <laughs> that that may come to the front of the conclusion. By the way, very quickly, he almost died on Sunday out there. I mean, that one hit. Can we stop calling that play? Oh, they've run that play <laughs> twice this year, and he's gotten obliterated both. Times. I have never respected a man more that he continues all he's season tough. to get up from these hits. He is. Is tough. He's the maybe with the exception of Aaron Donald, he's the toughest guy on the team. He oh. he got destroyed. You know Jared Goff was also very tough. Really very tough. tough. McVay just leaves his quarterbacks out to get killed. Apparently, well, he's got bad, he, they've got they need to rebuild the offensive line, and they've they needed do. to for a long time. You can't be the quarterback and get all the money and get everything that comes along with being the quarterback and not take a few of those and not get up. That's the, Unless that's your Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady just wants Ray Lewis to be though. running. He, he, well, they changed the rules for him. <laughs> well, of course, but he learned how to get down. He got down quick. <laughs> Stafford doesn't get down. He just takes he it. Takes oh. it. Nobody ever hit Peyton Manning. And I know he's not quite the player that he used to be, but you know who else never got hit? Russell Wilson. Those guys don't get hit like that. Stafford stands in there and takes it in the face. Jared Goff that up. stood there and took it in the face. Let's cut that up. Those too. guys were really, really tough guys. We'll but no, see. Miles Garrett's coming for him. There's a there is a picture of Stafford in the Garrett household for Thanksgiving, so he could just concentrate on that All for two of weeks that from now. Quarterback of the future stuff may be sorted out by the time the Browns are done here because that's a very, very bad man. The dumps coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten, ESPN. Hey, it is Thanksgiving week, right? You're going to go see grandma, grandpa, your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad. You're going to take a trip. Before you do it, head in your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive through oil change. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. So before you pack up the family and head out for your Thanksgiving feast, visit your neighborhood Valvoline and let the expert technicians make sure that your car is at its absolute best. Over 80 locations ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Andy, let's start with this. The San Diego Padres have announced that they have hired a new manager, uh, their new manager who replaces Bob Melvin, who is now the manager in San Francisco, is Mike Schilt, who is the former manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I believe, and Al would be able to fact check me on this, but I think, I think this is their sixth manager in 10 years. 
Mike Schiller. You can uh, fact check me. I played yeah. for the Padres. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Emma, do I have that right? When it was one of these guys the yeah, manager of right. your Padre team? Going to baseballreference.com right so now. They have a new manager, Mike Schilt. The Padres had a roster of good names. They did not have a good team. And here, here's the one thing I know for sure about the Padres over the last six months, that they the season that just got wrapped up. Nobody ever said, hey, you know what the problem is? They don't have the right manager here. Because they've had a different manager every season, seemingly, for the last you know decade or so. So, is Mike Schilt going to make any difference at all? I don't know enough about Mike Schilt to know how does he handle personalities in a clubhouse. But it feels like there's something that's been going on. Ever since they built this super team, they have underperformed for the most part. There have been reports before about guys not always being on the same page. Mm -hmm. Like... I don't think it's all that. I mean, you obviously can get into front office. You can get into ownership. You can get into just how the organization is run in general. But you're not likely, you're not likely to fix all of that stuff overnight. You know, certainly owners don't fire themselves. You got to figure out how to get the best out of the guys in that clubhouse and make them want to get the best out of themselves because the talent is there in a vacuum you it'll be interesting to see what happens with them moving forward because obviously you know uh aj preller has been their general manager for a while he spent a ton of owner peter seidler's money over the last decade or so to go get machado to pay tatis to go and get xander bogarts to make a trade for juan soto to pay you know joe musgrove like they they went for it but the culture of that team seems to be the biggest problem. And now that Peter Seidler has passed and whoever comes in and decides to be the, the controlling interest of this, I don't know if it's a family member. I don't know if the team goes up for sale. I don't know. But somebody different is going to have their hand on the wheel of this thing because Preller can't just keep firing the manager. At some point, it's on him because from my understanding of the people that I've talked to in and around Major League Baseball, scouts and whatnot, former players – that Preller is the problem, that Preller has created culture that no manager would have a, a, a chance of succeeding. I've read a few things. You know, I'm, I'm not deep inside the inner workings of the San Diego Padres, but I've read a few things about how he is very difficult to work under no matter what your job is. He's just a difficult personality. Yeah, and, and he wants to be extremely involved. And he's involved. That's yeah, the there, really there's kind of that on. rule between and John, tell me this. I don't know if this is the true in the NBA or not. But in Major League Baseball, it's kind of the general manager's over here and he lets the manager deal with the players. The player deals the players deal with the manager. Very, very rarely does the general manager interact with the players on a regular basis. Is that the same in the NBA? No. It's opposite. Not. Okay. Yeah. So in baseball Yeah, either Rob uh, Palinka or Kurt Rambis is on every road trip. Okay, and that's, they, enga they engage with the players every day. That is not baseball. That is they're they are polar opposites then. But Preller falls more into the NBA model where he's heavily heavily involved. So good luck to Mike. I mean, Schilt. look, if you're heavily involved, that can be okay. You just better be good at being heavily involved. Well, they the results have not followed his involvement along the way. The Jets finally, I guess sobered up woke up something they've moved on from zach wilson not only is zach wilson no longer their starting quarterback he's not even their backup quarterback demoted all the way down to emergency quarterback number three so tim boyle is the new starter trevor simeon comes from the practice squad to the backup position and zach wilson is basically done in new york wow why now why play they were they were four and four at one point clearly the quarterback position was a train wreck 
why not move off him while you still had a chance to maybe try to salvage your season, not unlike what Milwaukee, or, uh, Minnesota did? I mean, given the capital that was used to bring in Zach Wilson in the first place, I think teams often will just bleed the situation dry before they move off that because moving off that is an acknowledgement of we made a really high-profile mistake. Ding, 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 And ding. teams do not ever want to admit that. That's one thing I will give – the Lakers credit for is as you know I was wrong I thought the Westbrook thing was going to work when it didn't work rather than sink the season they just said we screwed this up let's get him out of here in the middle of the season now that's what the Jets should have done it's what the Rams did Right, the right. Ra- the Rams yeah, realized that you know what we're good, but we're not good enough at that spot. We they just given Jared Goff a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but that it, kudos it, to Les absolutely Speed and uh, and Sean McVay for saying you know what we need to move on uh, at a huge cost. Yeah, he's not getting us where we need to go. And boom, and the and the strange thing is Goff may have found himself, but again, I need to see Goff win uh, like a major. Well, I mean, playoff game. I, I happen to think Goff. I actually think Goff is a pretty good quarterback, and he's shown himself well in Detroit. The situation's worked well for him. But th- we'd reached a point where McVay clearly had lost faith yes. in Goff, and Goff knew it. Like, yeah, remember and, they they weren't going to start him during that playoff. Right, game. they and didn't start. They him didn't. The Walford starting got, got his concussed, run, and yeah, and Goff came like, in Goff and came in played and pretty well. Whether you think Sean McVay wrote off Goff too early, whether you think Goff just wasn't able to handle the situation with the Rams, whatever, they needed to move away from each other. Right, like that was obvious. It's I think one of the rare times where both both people got what they needed. The Rams yeah. won a Super Bowl with their quarterback. Jared Goff got a fresh start, and it's working out for him. Yeah, too. it is. What are they eight and two now? Eight and two. Wow. Eight and two. Yeah. They're and a saved, fun team. Saved my ass in uh, Survivor this oh, week. Oh, is that well, who you had? Oh, well, not God. yours, but Juan's. Juan's, I'm yeah. sorry. Juan's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Juan is in there, and Slee is in Slee, there, right? Slee is still alive as well. You know well. they scored 17 points in under three minutes? Yeah. I know. It, it, I mean, that's Goff, how, Matt, that's how that. dead you were. They yeah. needed to score 17 points looked, in three minutes. I was at the Rams game. I'm looking at the scoreboard. I'm like, 23-14. What the hell is Goff going on? had three on? picks. He threw three picks early. Yeah, yeah but, it, but it, recovered. Was, it was very Jared And you know Goffey. the three words, the three most operative words now for the Rams, in the hunt. <laughs> Yeah, We're could, in the hunt. You could talk me into it. You could. It's not an impossible. It's a hard path, but not an impossible path. Let's do a little super cross talk. So, John, we were trying to figure out your schedule, whether or not you were on the road with the team for Thanksgiving. Or not. You're here Thursday night. You're having Thanksgiving at home. Yeah, I actually already had it. Oh, we you already it on, did we it. We did it on Sunday. Okay. Because all of my Lisa's family from Idaho is out here, and my mom's going to San Francisco uh, for Thanksgiving, so we just did it Sunday, and we're doing part two on Thursday. But I don't know why. What is that? What's part two? Like more I, of the same? The leftovers. Okay, oh. That's what I thought. Sure. But she cooked two turkeys. Can I borrow the second one? <laughs> Wait, I may have a dilemma going yeah, on. And I'm, I'm not sure why. It's a backup turkey. <laughs> you should have a backup. I know you're cooking. I, have I, a backup I, I, turkey. Well, just and I case. may have already fouled up. Fouled. Yeah. Up, well, yes. So to speak. I, I saved myself right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, per the instructions on the turkey. Yep. You're supposed to take the turkey out to have it ready to Thaw. be cooked. Yeah. Take it out on Friday so it's ready. Take it from the freezer, put it in the fridge, yeah. and it'll be ready to you go. You forgot that part. 
I was supposed to get out on Friday and remembered Monday morning. Oh, I think so it should still be. Okay. I missed I two full days of the thawing process, so I may have to call you for Didn't your spare like, turkey. Pop it in the microwave or something. I'm not a cook. But <laughs> can you just trap, do that in the, the microwave? <laughs> yeah, throw it on the roof. Yeah. Let it thaw out for a few exactly. days. So yesterday, uh, somebody did call in and say, "You're good. Get a cooler." Fill it with water, just like room temperature water out of the sink, and put it in there for a few hours, and it'll thaw. Oh, there you go. But now I'm in the backyard filling a cooler full of water and stuffing a frozen turkey Surpri- in it. That's the price it, of being the it, guy that it, does things. It felt like, like a very bad start. That could happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. My mom is coming. She says that that's going to work. Everything's good to go, and I'm going to make her eat it first. Yeah. No, I'm going to make sure she takes a bite I've first. I've never been in charge of the Thanksgiving preparations. Like, my mom did it for many, many years. Uh, this year, my in-laws are going to be here, and uh, we're going out to uh, Brooks Fix dinner. That'll be good. Yeah. Is your Thanksgiving fancy? We were talking about your Very. Thanksgiving. Is, is it is really? Is it fancy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, uh, like, we're, they're breaking out the good silverware. They okay. get out the china? Oh, yeah. Most are there uh, cr- crystal china. wine glasses? Uh, oh, like yeah. The colors of the table match the Oh, fall. this is everything yeah. we predicted. Candlesticks. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, 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 no chandeliers. Okay. Chandelier. Well, the chandeliers already there <laughs> with uh, the with the the uh, the candles. You light the candles on the it's chandelier. An actual the servants' quarters are really filled <laughs> up during this period. There was not. There were like eight courses to this thing. There oh, was not. I said nine. <laughs> I said nine. <laughs> there was not anything missing. Like, like name a Thanksgiving like thing, and it was there. It was. It was. I'm trying elaborate. to think of the most like outrageous thing. Uh, caviar. Yams. Uh, you know, no, no, not, <laughs> not, not like anything. That's I'm just tied thinking. To okay. Thanksgiving. All right. All right. That sounds pretty good, dude. Does Lisa cook it? Um, yes, she cooked two turkeys. Okay. I don't know why she did two. Is Bergman back there? It's. It's. No, uh, we could call her now. How many right? people? It's like a tearaway turkey. We had eleven. <laughs> Okay. Do you need two turkeys for Olympia? What's no. turkey should How be? many no. pounds? What's, what, how ma- they were both big. How big is your turkey? Just shy of 20. That's, that's a big turkey. Well, I got 20 people coming to my house. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. I think 20 people who? So my five people in my family, okay. uh, my mom and dad, my brother, his wife, and his daughter. Okay, so your side of the family is representing. Right. My mom and dad. Did I ever say that? Yeah. yeah okay. My aunt Kristen and her four kids and a girlfriend and her husband, Ronald. Yikes. And And her is mother-in-law. your aunt Kristen from your side or Susan's side? My side. So Susan's side is incredibly unrepresented. They are this, con- right? entirely unrepresented. <laughs> oh, entirely. <laughs> yeah, 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 there I feel bad no, for her. There is that be... by design? No, oh, it's, okay. by, it's by um, residue. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. by design. It's just who it's and Bobby's girlfriend. Around. Bobby's yeah. girlfriend friend is the the 20th okay, person. Okay, now has she made the Thanksgiving invite before or is this a first? No, she's been there for she's so she's a long-time member of the family. Okay, so they've dated yeah. for a while. They've been dating for years. Cuz I think years. that's like a that's a, a significant relationship moment if you are brought to a holiday dinner. Yeah, f- for sure. So yeah. I I've, my mom ha- it comes from a huge family. She's one of 10. Okay? Whoa. So my mom has six sisters and three brothers. So when I brought Susan to the first ever uh, I don't know if it was a Thanksgiving or Christmas, but whatever. The first time, it's like, oh, here's my Aunt Kristen, my Aunt Kelly, my Aunt Kim, my Aunt Carol, my mom. You know, it just kind of running through it. And she's like, I'm never going to remember this. I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean? I had no idea how overwhelming that could be to throw somebody into an environment where there's that many people. Okay, so Trav, recently, a couple months ago, I discovered that you, like me, are a West Wing junkie. Yeah. As is Michael Roth, the okay. king of AEG. Who right. looks great, by the way. Yeah, I know. Michael looks fantastic. I don't know what he's doing. He but... told me he's lost 70 pounds. Yeah, yeah he looks yeah. better he looks than he's great. ever looked. So, Trav, he had the obvious line here. 
Travis should call the Butterball Hotline. <laughs> you, know, when, you remember that episode where, I, where, where Bartlett gives some weird name? Out, like, like uh, Charlie tells him, you know, you could call the Butterball Hotline and ask it. And he goes, what's that? He goes, there's a hotline you can call, and they'll answer. He goes, that exists in this country, and I didn't know about it. So he calls and and literally starts asking questions, and he can't believe that this is a service that's existing. It's right there on the side of and the, the turkey. And the big argument was... Whether you put the stuffing in the inside, bird in the bird before you cook it or after, right? And you're uh, not putting it in there at all. Is what I no. Heard. We we put it in a dish on the side and cook it in the oven separately because if you don't get the internal temperature of the turkey correct mm-hmm. and it doesn't cook all the way through and all the juices go into yeah. the stuffing, then you can have so a you go on big uh, problem. Cornbread, you go on uh, chestnut. So. Neither. Chestnut. It's oh, chestnut's, chestnut's good. Chestnut's good. Yeah. So isn't it's a, that more complicated to make though? No, you just really. you just grind up chestnuts and you put them in with everything. But uh, that's the I grew up on that. That's right. a big central. So this PA is thing. mostly a sausage-based stuffing. It's bread, yeah. chunks of bread, breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. three different types of bread, sausage, celery, and then all the seasonings that you'd imagine that are in there: the pepper, the salt, the sage, and all that kind of stuff. But it's basically bread and sausage. Andy, what are you doing? Um, Stuffing-wise or holiday-wise? Uh, just what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, what Bri- do the Kamenetskis do? Brian's family and my parents who are in town, they're coming over to my house. Okay. Right, so when your parents come to town, do they stay with you or with Brian? Oh, they stay in a hotel. The, okay. Or, or, that, or, or, or like a, they either stay in a hotel or right now they're, they're renting a house. Right. There's a house um, not too far from either one of us. So they're like me. They don't wish to be inconvenienced. No, it's, per- <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, I yeah. love my parents I don't want them staying with us because I just think it's a lot. And more importantly, they do not want to stay right. with either See, of we don't mind us. having people like the in-laws are going to be. I don't, I don't either. I don't mind it, but two nights is the limit. Well, they can't. Oh, I've got a full house full of people Two for nights yeah. and goodbye. Yeah. That's you, like, like house guests and fish, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> after two days, it's time to go. After two days, it's time to go. My parents, not in a million years, would want to stay with us or with Brian. Yeah, they just don't want to. Yeah, Are you like, guys you know, not Michael, good hosts? Michael has gone to the NBA Finals every year that Clay has been in it. Never stays with Clay. <laughs> Always stays in a hotel, and he just he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to deal with. I any like of it that. when my mom and dad stay with us. I yeah. I mean I yeah. I like it for two days. <laughs> for two <laughs> days, it's fantastic. Is it understood, or are you like kind of shoving them out the door a little bit? I I think magically it just it just, just it's, so it's understood. Oh, it's understood. Did you ever have to say, "Hey, mom, like yeah, I appreciate you and not stepdad Leo coming over," but you know, two days is like you know. My brother Brian, when he came out to play pickleball, yeah, um, he was there for four nights, and I'm I, by the end of it, I was like. Yeah, but right. you can tell your brother to beat it. You can't tell your mom and dad to beat I, it. I can say two two days is the limit. <laughs> two nights. You, you would say that to your out mom? Of time. Yeah. Really? Wow. Two nights. Everybody. Two never. nights. I we'll only never. have people over for two nights. That's it. It's over. So I I, I have a- By the way, and I love my in-laws. Just to- but We're not married, but I call them my in-laws. So Susan wants me to clarify something. Apparently, she's listening today. So Hi, Susan. She, hey, uh, Susan. She says, by the way, I too have Crystal and China that are coming out for Thanksgiving and a tablescape. Oh, so I, I think- Susan could fit right in at the Ireland. <laughs> a tablescape? Yes. Since you invited no one from her family, send her to my house. Fair no. Hold on a second. It wasn't that Susan, they weren't invited. Susan, you're welcome in my house, and you can bring anybody from your family, too. We have invited- What's so bad about Susan's family? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, what do you 
not like about my, her my mother-in-law is local my sister-in-law and her family are local where are they going we have invited them multiple times and they choose to do it together with themselves and frequently we'll have kind of like you were talking about yeah. a second thanksgiving on okay. the following friday or whatever it is yeah and so you get kind of a double dip but it was we're we talking about was it with slee or the other day my mom and dad and my mother-in-law and my father-in-law who has has been dead for about 10 years or so um i don't think they've ever been in the same room more than five times in the 25 really? years susan and i've been married huh they just think, think? I, I are just, they they're they're separated obviously the wait who are you saying hasn't been my mom and dad and susan's parents okay okay Had susan's that? dad died a while ago okay. so her mom's buyer's been by herself yeah. for the last 10 right. years that those four those four never coexist i wouldn't say never but it, it, rarely like it just and we lived four blocks away from each other as kids yeah, right yeah it just, and it's just the dynamic just, never activated it never activated yeah. that's a good way okay. and it's not like they don't get along when they're together they did but it can't be 10 times they've been together over 25 years of marriage wow see my my family and, and Juan's family get along great we've we've always done so by the way Juan's family they're geniuses uh, they're like scientists. Well, you think you're a genius, so do you yeah, fit in? Yeah, I, I fit in because I act like a genius. No, I'll tell you a story about this true story. I don't think I've ever told it on the air. I think I've told it off the air. So Juan's stepdad is a scientist, uh, chemist. And years ago, he was asked, this would have been like the 80s, to come up with a compound that would keep ice cream from freezing. You know how you would open ice cream and it had been hard. there for a long time? Rock hard and it's icy. So his job was to come up with a, a chemical or a, a compound that would eliminate that. Didn't work. Failed miserably. They took that and they put it in the AIDS cocktail. And it was one of the key ingredients. You're kidding. No. One of the key ingredients in the in the AIDS uh, treatment back in the day. The, uh, the, the cocktail. AZT and, they used that, to, yeah. AZT and all that stuff. So what he invented... Didn't help the ice cream, but it did help people suffering from HIV. Well, that's like if you, guys, if you guys ever heard the story about NASA. Somebody at NASA was in charge of creating a super glue that would work in space. So this, all these scientists got together and they said, "We got it. We got a super glue that'll work in space." And they try it up in space, and it fails miserably. And they had invested all this money in it. That was the beginning of Post-it notes. Oh. Really? They said this is sticky enough where it'll stick, but it won't. It won't be heavy duty. Right. But you know what? There, there's a function for this. Yeah. And so that's post. Well, notes. it raises a question: Did they really think they were going to put the space shuttle back together with post-it notes? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we've got a problem on the space station. Get the post-it notes. I thought you were going to tell the story. So when the space race, right in the fifties and sixties, yeah. between the Americans and the Russians, and they were all trying to figure out the ways to, to do these things, and the Americans couldn't figure out a way to get a pen to work in outer space, right? Mm. Because gravity is what makes the ink flow and all these yeah. things. And they spent billions or hundreds of millions trying to develop a pen that would write upside down like the Seinfeld thing, right? Yeah. You know what the Russians did? Mm. They used a pencil. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. so it's like pencil works. Oh, yeah, We've got an upside yeah. down pen that works. It's yeah. called a pencil. There you yeah, go. so I thought the I thought that's right. Super cross talks. Brought by to you way, by, quick, yeah. Real quick before you go, tomorrow Travis's birthday. Yes, yes. And uh, happy birthday! Thanks, Thanks. Uh, we appreciate you. We we'll love you on the station. Today Thanks, is guys. Carlos Saisu's birthday. It is. Right? Yep. It is. Yeah. Wow, big birthday week around here. Also, Goldie Hawn's birthday today. Oh, really? And Jamie Lee Curtis's birthday tomorrow. Oh, nice. Not that I keep track of these. No, not at all. Super cross. Talk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger is all about.